Today on episode 29, we have John Kowalczyk, who's going to be talking about a bourbon gift exchange where he's grown up from just a few buddies into something that's a full-blown event with even vendors sponsoring. From their bar to yours, Chad and Sarah of the popular YouTube channel It's Bourbon Night bring you their favorite at-home old-fashioned mix with the new Elemental Elixir's Golden Hour Syrup. It's a custom-made syrup with notes of bold black tea, warm spices, and orange zest. All you need is your favorite whiskey and ice. No bitters needed. One bottle makes 16 drinks, so that's only $1 cocktail before you add your own whiskey. They can also be enjoyed in other cocktails or spirits, mocktails, coffee, tea, and anything you can think of. It's crafted locally in Lexington, Kentucky, and you can get your bottle now at whiskeyambitions.com. Ed Bly and Rising Tide Spirits are back again with a new release of Old Stubborn Bourbon. And this release of Old Stubborn is a premium hand marriage of 10, 11, and 12-year cask drink, barely filtered pot still bourbon. It comes in at a staggering 123.8 proof. And the flavoring grain for this one, which the last one was weeded, but this time it's now rye. Rich, sweet, and bold with a long finish that's sure to be another eye-opener. You can order online at Sealbox or TheBourbonConcierge.com. And you can even purchase in person at Revival Vintage Spirits and even now with very few select stores in Kentucky. You can get it now while you can, but be sure to do it because it's not going to last long. And they're off for another Gift 270-2020 Unicorn Raffle. Your $20 ticket gives you not one, but two chances to win from our lineup of 20 Woodford Reserve treasures, including the grand prize, the rarest unicorn yet, the Woodford Reserve Kentucky Derby 150 Baccarat Edition. Only 150 bottles were made and is just like the one the Derby winning owner receives. Quit horsing around and get your $20 tickets now at Give270.org. Charitable Gaming License ORG 000 and we're back with another episode of the bourbon pursuit podcast my name is kenny and ryan is here with me as well and what do you know we're recording two episodes in one week after we've taken almost like a month-long hiatus we're just like going taking the break and then just going hard at it and we're gonna bust out a bunch this winter to kind of backlog again and release a bunch so uh Glad to be back at it. It was too long of a break. I missed it. I agree. I agree. So, I mean, uh, you know, bourbon release season has kind of kind of slowed down. Uh, you know, we kind of talked about in the last episode about, you know, some of the bottles we got and uh, some of the things that, you know, we've uh, we've started to, to kind of start experimenting with. I mean, uh, is there any, any any new bottles that you've gotten lately, Ryan, that you, uh, you've you been excited to crack open or you're kind of waiting to, uh, to, to go ahead and do it for the, the right opportunity, maybe for the holidays coming up? You know, I'm impulsive, so I don't wait. As soon as I get something, I open it like very quickly. And then I'll have like a shot or two and then I'll be like, oh crap, that's like <laughs> pretty rare and uh, shouldn't. So like I recently got some uh, 1986 and 87 old granddad. Um, and that's been one of the best bourbons I've ever had. I, I, there's something about it. it tastes like butterscotch. It's a lot lower proof, which I generally don't like, but I think it's only 86 proof, but man, it'll, it's got so much flavor for a low proof bourbon. That's been probably the most in, enjoyable thing I've had uh, this season. And then the, I recently just opened my Willet 22 also, um, in a William LaRue Weller that was, and did those side by side. And it's ironic how very similar they taste, uh, next to each other. So well, those, those old weeders, man, that's when I'll get it to you. Yeah. Sure. It, they're, they're, they're good, but I'm, I'm 
I'm excited for the holidays, you know, Thanksgiving and that's my favorite. I love to get bloated and then chase it down <laughs> with some, uh, some bourbon. So I'm well, excited. It for sounds all with, this. The, with those old granddads, you're kind of turning into a, a dusty hunting kind of guy. I, I really have never, never gotten into that. I, I just, I think the, the thrill of the chase of just all the new bottles kind of gets me. I, uh, I, 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 I would always like to try it because you, you guys all talk about the, the old granddads and the butterscotch bombs and all these things that are uh, great from the old national distillery days, but I still haven't got my yeah, hands on it, it yet. I, I never had either. And then I went to an event during Bourbon Festival. The owner of Jack Rose uh, Saloon in Washington, D.C., they have like the biggest dusty collection bar in the world. And then like um, Sean Brock, who owns Husk down in Charleston and Nashville. They all brought like all this old rare stuff and uh and then Drew from Willits was there and they brought out a bunch of their stuff they've been working on. But yeah, they, they brought out that eighty six granddad and like some two nineteen ninety three Russell's reserve and like all this old stuff and you're like, Holy hell, this stuff's amazing. Like, you know, so it's I'm definitely like turned in like finding the older stuff now. But it it seems to be getting more and more popular because Hell, now these bottles are like going for three or four hundred dollars a piece, yeah, which it's, is it's insanity. Tough. It's an expensive piss. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, I think this is one of the things that uh, maybe next time that that whiskey pig event, whatever, comes up at Willa, I think I'll have to just buy a ticket and suck it up and go with you guys next time because uh, it sounded like it was a pretty good experience. Yeah, I mean, it was. I think it was a uh, hundred dollars, but you got free food from one of the best chefs in the country, Sean Brock, and then you got. I want to say six to eight samplings of Dusty's and Drew's like newer, you know, there's stuff that's coming off the still. So you got to try that before it's even been released. And it's, it's impressive. I'm excited to see how that whiskey matures and when it's ready to be released. Cause that three and four years, it's pretty awesome stuff. Yeah. And I actually, you know, you talked about the, the 22 year Willet. I actually just opened up my 2015 William LaRue Weller here uh, a few days ago because we finally, I'm getting my house together and I've got my boxes of bourbon that are downstairs and I've got my shelf upstairs. And so I figured, okay, this is probably a good opportunity to finally crack open something from the 2015 chase and then bring up all my open bottles upstairs. And, uh, then I realized as soon as I was bringing them up, I've got like probably 30 open bottles. So I guess now next time anybody comes over, they've got their, uh, pretty much a good handful of selection from, uh, about a third of my collection that I actually open now. Well, I'll be over soon. <laughs> so let's go ahead and we'll uh, we'll get this kicked off um, today on the show. You know, we don't have somebody that, that's necessarily from the bourbon industry, right? We actually this was um, a, a listener that sent us a message and he said, "You know what, guys? I think I have a, a really good topic that you're interested. You're, sorry, your listeners would be really interested in because uh, it's something that everybody is capable of. Everybody's capable of doing, and it's it's honestly at the at the end of the day, it's just fun, uh, and it's gonna be great for the holiday seasons now that we are all getting ready to kind of go through, right? So, um, yeah, for go. sure, we we talked about you know ways to incorporate bourbon with your friends, and we talked about how I did the fantasy football thing, and then I think what um, John is you know going to talk about is an also an awesome time to kind of celebrate during Christmas season as well. Yeah, so we'll go ahead and we'll just we'll introduce our guest. So our guest today is John Kowalczyk. John is a chiropractor from, uh, I don't even remember now, somewhere in Michigan. So, uh, John, welcome to the show. Pink Conning, Pink Conning, Michigan, a yeah. uh, little town of 1,500 people. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much for having me. So, John, you know, before we get kicked off and, and start talking about, you know, what you came here to talk about, let's let's go and give us some background about 
maybe your journey into bourbon. How did you get into uh, this kind of whiskey lifestyle that we're all sort of uh, kind of accustomed to now? So uh, our journey into bourbon, we started my actually it started through my dad. Uh, my dad was a bourbon drinker. And, and when I was young, like he was the only bourbon drinker we kind of known. You know, everyone's drinking beer and, and, and other stuff in town. And, and my dad, who's also named John Kowalczyk, uh, he uh, he always drank bourbon. He always had Jim Beam, Jim Beam and Coke everywhere. Uh, everywhere he went to parties and things. And then I don't know, I guess when you're when you're young and come into drinking, age uh the, the first thing you drink is what's available to you and uh so uh we we started uh, i have a brother too uh and um you know uh we started drinking bourbon uh when when it was the right time and uh we just really liked it i mean bourbon has that kind of sweetness uh uh that makes it go down easy and um so so we got into bourbon the funny thing is though then like all of our friends through us also started drinking bourbon and then a lot of my dad's friends through him started drinking bourbon and all of a sudden uh there was just this big group of people uh really in, enjoying bourbon uh and it all actually started through my dad so go ahead and let's kind of talk about why you're on the show today because i don't want to spoil it for our listeners but it's it's something to do with the holidays and, and what makes it really fun. So kind of just give us a background of, of, of how yeah. this all started. Yeah, I'll tell you the story of what happened. So um, a bunch of our friends, we um, our wives all get together every holiday season and do cookie exchanges. And some of them do uh, like ornament exchanges, too. Uh, and so all the wives would get together and, and uh, do these cookie exchanges. And some of us guys were sitting around and and we were thinking well you know what do we do what why don't we do something like that and uh one of my friends uh scott stazak says why don't we do a bourbon exchange um so we all looked at each other like oh yeah that's an awesome idea (laughs) like why wouldn't we do a bourbon exchange so um at first it was just seven of us seven of us friends got together and we um we decided uh the rules were you had to buy a, a bottle bourbon that was at least $35. Uh, and it had to be something that you had never tried before so that we could bring all this new bourbon in. Because in the beginning, like even back then, this was only three or four years ago, still, we we weren't really into bourbon. I mean, we, we liked, enjoyed bourbon, but again, you know, Jim Beam and Coke, you know, we, we drink some, uh, some of that bourbon but but we never really got any deeper so we figured this is a good way to get better bourbon and to be able to try a bunch of it so we did our first um first event uh, around christmas time and uh it was great uh we had seven guys one guy actually uh brought tequila so he was he really <laughs> didn't get the uh that it was a bourbon exchange so he's so not that, back. <laughs> yeah exactly and the funny thing is is now everyone's like because now it's grown uh uh more but every, we always uh get one person that doesn't bring bourbon that we uh uh love to make fun of the the, the one guy that uh uh that does that but uh so yeah so we uh with that first year what happened was one we got to try a bunch of new bourbon Bourbon, uh, maybe a little bit more expensive than we were uh, than we were accustomed to, and uh, it kind of started our journey uh, for a lot of us down to to uh, really become 
bourbon enthusiasts instead of just bourbon drinkers. So uh, throw out some names of some of the, the brands that you had your first year that, I mean, because it sounds like a lot of you guys were, were new into it. So I'm assuming it's some of the typical ones, maybe like a Knob Creek or a Maker's Mark or something it, like that. It, it, exactly. Like, I think the one I got that year was Basil Hayden's, uh, which was uh, um, which was really good. And then there was Four Roses Single Barrel uh, that someone got. Um Man, what, what I think I think someone even uh, no, there was no Blantons that year, but um, yeah, uh, and, and some of the Jim, uh, what was the the Jim Beam special editions? Uh, there was there was uh, one or two of those, I think. So um, yeah, in in the beginning, it was again, like you said, Nam Creek, those type of things that are that are a step up from um, you know just the. Uh, just regular Jim Beam, something like that. But, uh, but then, uh, into the next year, we, you know, it got bigger and people started bringing even, even better bourbon. Like we started out at $35, but then, uh, in the next year, like, I think the, what I got, I got a bottle of Blanton's, uh, the next year, which was, um, which was fantastic. There's been angels envy, which is actually one of my favorites. Um, uh, so, so yeah, just, a, just a lot of, uh, better bourbon so how did how did the how did more people i guess kind of find out about it and it kind of spread because i know at least with me and my friends and you know and uh you know sometimes with ryan and his friends you know we kind of have a mixed group of friends but you kind of have some of those core sets right you kind of have like your your five to eight people that are kind of like the core people and then you've got a few people on the outside and then uh but there's only a few special occasions when all these kind of core sets kind of mix. And then all of a sudden you've got like 50 people in one room together. Yeah, exactly. Because, um, yeah, when you start getting friends of friends and you, and you worry, you know, are they really into it? But, um, it definitely just spread by word of mouth. We had that about seven people that first year. Uh, and then the next year without us even really wanting to make it a really big deal. Um, we were up to 20 people, 20 guys the next year. And it, it was all just basically, you know, we told people the story of, Hey, guess what we did? Yeah. We, we got together. We did this, uh, bourbon exchange and i don't think i ran into a single person that said wow that's a terrible idea you know every, every person we that talked to they, yeah everyone said wow that sounds like a great idea uh and then the funny thing is it's even people like uh one of my friends is his brother-in-law so my my friend and his brother-in-law comes to me he says hey man i want in <laughs> and I, I, I said what do you mean he said i'll do whatever he said i'll do my research i'll make sure i get a good bottle uh he said i'll, I'll do what i gotta do but I, I want in this. This sounds like a great. Uh, this sounds like a great time, and and that's uh, that's when it really got fun because, like I said, people did start doing uh, uh, research and looking uh, more for bottles that we haven't seen or 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 the the newest thing, and um, it, it just got really fun and and. You know, we we started trying new and better bourbons. Like I said, we started becoming more enthusiasts, um, but we we just started uh, learning more about you know how it works and everything. It actually led to uh, this um, uh, this summer. Eight of us took the trip down there to Kentucky and did the uh, did the bourbon tour uh, and went to a bunch of the uh, distilleries and everything. So you've, nice. you've yeah you've you've gotten appreciation. It sounds like when it, it spread, it sounded very much like it was like from old school. Like, hey, Mitch, I heard you're starting a fraternity. Can I join? <laughs> yeah, so what is, exactly. I told so someone it was like Fight Club. 
Yeah. The, what the, the the wives didn't care, and that was a good thing because they already had their thing. You know, they all they had their uh, uh, cookie exchange going. Now I I don't think they drink as much at the cookie exchange as we do right. at ours, uh, but uh, maybe a couple of glasses of wine. But uh, it was uh, yeah, they didn't they didn't mind. They thought, hey, you guys do your thing, we'll do ours, and uh, uh, like I said, it's 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 grown and it's it's been a lot of fun. So, so what are the specific rules, I guess, for the exchange? How does it work so people can kind of get an idea and make their own for this yeah. holiday? So how we ran it is is uh, we run it like I think people call – I don't know if you call it a white elephant exchange or people call it different things where you bring a bottle and you put it – we put ours in gift bags. I guess you could wrap them. Uh, and then the first person chooses a bottle and opens it up. And um, then the next person in line – we you know draw cards for who goes uh, when. The next person in line can either steal the one that the other person opened or you can open up a new one. Uh, and then the next person – Person can do uh, do the same thing. If your bottle gets stolen, then um, you can actually steal one of the other ones that are there, or you can uh, open a new one. We made the rule: a bottle can only be stolen twice. And then the other rule we made is: if you um, if someone steals the bottle that you got, you have the right to open it up and take a shot out of it before you before you pass it along. See, I kind of like so, that rule. That's, that's, that, would, yeah, that would make me hope that I'm like the first person to choose. And then I, basically at that point, I could start sampling almost every single bird you can eat the tree. You'd be yeah. smashed by the end. Oh, that's funny. You see, I never thought of it that way because we all want to be uh, at the end the to last, be able to choose yeah. any bottle. But yeah, you can get a lot of free samples uh, uh, that way. Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify's point of sale is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns, from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. And get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's point-of-sale Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash bourbon, all lowercase, and go to shopify.com slash bourbon to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash bourbon. If you're anything like me, then you can't get enough about bourbon. And that's why I'm a subscriber to Bourbon Plus Magazine. Bourbon Plus is a quarterly publication that tells the stories from the heart of bourbon, the farmers who grow the grain, the distillers who labor over the process, and the people like you and me who raise their glasses to celebrate it all. Subscribe to Bourbon Plus magazine today at bourbonplus.com, that's P-L-U-S dot com, and use code PURSUIT at checkout for $5 off your subscription. So is there like one bourbon that's kind of stood out that some of your friends have bought? Like maybe they brought like a like a 
like a lot B like Van Winkle or something. And then that's just been like the cream of the crop. I mean, is there, is there somebody that brought, that's brought something that's just, uh, they've been like totally blew that $50 budget out of there. <laughs> no, uh, no one's gotten that big. Last year we did have a Van Winkle that we just were, were sampling there, uh, that one of the guys had, but as far as the exchange goes, like I said, it started out, it just had to be 35 bucks, but yeah, a lot of them are creeping up into the $50 range. Like, um, last year we had a couple of Blantons. We had, uh, oh, the Woodford Reserve Double Oak. That was fantastic. And I'll say a lot of the guys, some of the new guys in, they don't really know what tastes good and what tastes bad. They just know what's expensive and what looks good. So everyone sees the Blanton's bottle with the horse on top of it and all that. And everyone's fighting for that. And then the uh, the Woodford Doug, Double Oak, like not many people were even trying to steal that. And that was uh just amazing. I mean, I, I, I love that stuff. So, uh, there's, 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 just, so there's a couple of them around four bucks. There's the angels envy. Uh, there's one of those, which was, uh, uh, which was really good. The other one, like the, what, what I brought last year was, um, Elmer T Lee and, you know, Elmer T Lee is only about 35 bucks, but the guys that knew, uh, a lot about bourbon there, you know, they were fighting over the Elmer T Lee over the, uh, over the other ones. Cause they know how hard that's, uh, uh, that's, that's getting to get. Yeah. Yes. I wouldn't be bringing my Elmer T Lee to that. <laughs> no, this year <laughs> I definitely, I actually, <laughs> yeah, I actually have a bottle on the way that someone uh, found for me, and I'm like, nah, that won't be going into the exchange. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess that's kind of the good thing, right? I mean, you, it's easily going to be able to pick and choose who in the room knows their stuff versus ones that are just there to, um, you know, hopefully land something better than what they brought. Right, exactly. So you also talked about you you got some kind of sponsorship from local stores and stuff like that. I, I guess kind of talk about that and how they knew about it and how you went about uh, approaching it. That was kind of like the next step. So we, we started out a few guys getting together. We had our event. Then the next year, the event grew. And then um, the the next year, uh, third year, which was last year, so we were talking again, and we said, we wonder if some distilleries or or even um, uh, local liquor stores would would sponsor us. Um, so we went to uh, one of the uh, liquor stores, and they said, sure, we'll give you some stuff. So they gave us some pint glasses to give away uh, and things like that. There's a um, this year a, a, a different liquor store. There's there's a couple high end liquor stores in our area. We went and asked those guys. And not only uh, the the owner of um, uh, of this other uh, liquor store, Alvarez Corcanale, he's uh, the owner is coming to our event. <laughs> he, uh, he he we told him about it, and he gave us some stuff, and he said, "Well, yeah, I'd love to come to that." So he's even going to be one of the uh, one of the participants this year. So so they've donated uh, um, some things like like just things to give away. But then the other thing that was that was huge is we contacted some of the distilleries. Uh, and, and how we how we worked it is we contacted them and we said, listen, we got, uh, you know, 30, 40, 50 guys here that are your exact target audience. I mean, these are, you know, guys that are willing to spend, you know, thirty five to fifty dollars on a on a bottle of bourbon. Uh, and we got them all together here. and We asked, would you like to give us just some promotional items uh, to give away? And and we got a great response. Uh, a lot of the uh, a lot of the distilleries um, just sent us a bunch of stuff. And and I've been going uh, back and forth about even some of the guys. We talked about this earlier that some of the guys uh, 
weren't sure they wanted me to reveal what distilleries <laughs> those were. Because anyone yeah, listening here could do the same thing and, and cut in their stuff. But this this one distillery, I mean, they gave us uh, a couple of barrel heads, a couple of um, uh, shirts, like actually good night dry fit T-shirts, hats, T-shirts. Uh, book bags. I mean, just all kinds of stuff uh, to give away because they agreed. They they thought, yeah, these are the people that we need to market to, and you have them sitting right there. So uh, it was a great thing, and that's something that anybody can do. Like I say, we're just average guys. We just started writing letters, and a lot of people completely ignored us. Some people, again, I won't say names of the bad ones either. One of the ones, uh, one of the first uh, bourbons we were ever drinking. I'll say that. Uh, they completely blew us off and, and just said, no, we don't, we don't deal with small things like that, which was uh, kind of ridiculous. But, uh, um, but the vast majority of distilleries, big or small, that we contacted were like, yeah, sure, we'll, we'll send you something, a knick-knack, a, a this or that. And so now, like this year, our, our event this year, we will have something to give to every person that came. And it's all free. It's all free stuff that us just contacting people, uh, the distilleries and telling them, asking them if they'll send us stuff. Everyone that walks in is going to get a uh, a ticket for a drawing and everyone's going to walk away with either a, a, you know, a, a Buffalo Trace T-shirt or, or, or um, Angel Envy sent something, this, that. Everyone's going to get something for free just for, just oh, for showing just up. Gave it away. <laughs> That's <laughs> just a t-shirt. Just a t-shirt. Yeah. Well, that's, that's pretty awesome. I mean, I, I I think at this point, I mean, you're you're creeping up to the fifty people mark or fifty fifty different fifty people at this party, right? Yeah, yeah. This year, it, it could get up that big. That's a lot of bottles of bourbon. Yeah. So then, uh, the other thing we we added in is um, last year uh, we did bourbon trivia. So again, for some of the stuff that this distillery sent to us, my brother put together a bourbon trivia. That uh, the the winner got this statue that one of the distilleries uh, sent to us. So uh, we also have someone that's one of the distributors possibly wants to come in and do a uh, a tasting. Like they'll bring some of the some of the stuff in and, and do a tasting for us. So we, we were thinking of trying to do a a taste test to see if people can really distinguish between the uh, uh, the expensive stuff and the uh, cheap stuff. You know, do a blind taste test and see. You know, every, everyone claims they can. Tell the difference between everything but we want to put that to the test and see if, if people could yeah i actually had a friend who um he just turned 30 and yeah he's a he's a huge bourbon collector and he went out to the bars and then even after 4 a.m he came back and they had every single bottle of the pappy and btac lineup out there and he did a blind <laughs> taste test of all of them and he was really cocky and he was like oh, i'll get them all i'll get them all <laughs> He only got three of them, so it's, <laughs> so yeah, it's it's definitely like one of those things where um where it's it's really cool to kind of as you said kind of gauge people, and it sounds like you you make like a huge event out of this. Like it's there's it doesn't sound like it fits in anybody's basement anymore. Yeah, and definitely we don't want to get that big. Hopefully, it doesn't get that big. We we had like a shed, uh, a big it's like a heated shed last year that one of the guys owned that holds like you know a bunch of tables. I mean, it, it was it was I don't know how big it was, but it's big uh and that's where we that's where we did it last year and uh and had room but yeah that's the next step is how big do you want to be you know we you know we could turn this actually into an actual um event i mean this started just as a, a bunch of guys getting together to do this and, and it and then the other thing is it grew without us 
trying really to grow it. You know, it's just mm-hmm. that it, it was something that everyone, everyone wanted to do. Our, we've actually had conversations this year. Some of us that, that started it, you know, how big do we want it to get? Because again, you get friends of friends and then there's, like I said earlier, there's always that one guy that brings like a, uh, you know, just a, a bottle of old granddad or something, you know, you run it. Brought just, uh, just that we, we, we wanted, do we want to keep it small enough where we can, make sure everyone's getting a good bottle of bourbon. But yeah, that's really cool. I mean, cause I, I know, uh, and Ryan knows too, I mean, there's a, there's a event around us that is a lot of very much like wine focused. So you have a team of three and every brings, uh, the team of three brings three bottles of the same exact wine. And then you have basically a blind taste test of uh, close to probably, I don't know, 250, 300 wines, because that's how many people have uh, started coming to this thing. And then, then at the end, the first, three teams whoever brings the 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 best bottle of wine you know it's the you know you kind of have it you choose like was it number 40 or number 212 uh had the best bottle and then the winner gets to go home with like close to 200 different bottles of wine so ah. it's uh, it's so it, it gets to be a pretty big thing but at that point like you can't sample 250 bottles of wine no i mean i guess you could but <laughs> you could but you wouldn't know what the rest yeah like. after after 10 <laughs> like you're just everything's shot right yeah. <laughs> number 150 tastes way better than number two. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what are your kind of uh, plans for this year for it? I mean, are you, are you continually trying to one up it? Or do you think like at this point you, you kind of have a very good baseline of, of how this is all going to work. And, and, and you've kind of got like, you've got your crew, you've got your people involved. We, we kind of have to start, checking people at the door and saying, you know, I'm sorry, you're not getting a wristband today. You're not coming in. So yeah, it's like, how, how do you, how do you one up it? Or are you kind of just going to keep it kind of keep it level? Yeah. I think after this year, I, I think we do just want to keep it, try to keep it level. Uh, we, we did try to this year, how we kind of tried to one up ourselves and, and the event is uh, December 5th. So it's coming up here just in a, uh, a couple of weeks. Um, that uh, we printed up T-shirts. We made up our own little logo and and, and printed T-shirts up that everyone gets. Uh, everyone gets one at the door, and we've we've bought a couple of, of bottles, a couple of really nice bottles that we're going to actually raffle off. So everyone gets their bottle of uh, through the exchange. But then we're having like maybe throw in an extra five bucks. And so an extra five bucks for, you know, 40 people, then you got another 200 bucks and we can actually buy um, a really nice bottle of bourbon and, uh, and, and raffle that off. So, so we're looking to do that. We haven't found out what bottle of bourbon we're going to have. I say last year, one of the guys had a bottle of, uh, old Rip Van Winkle, which would have been nice if we can get another one of those. Um, but, uh, so, so that's the only thing we're doing more than what we've, we've did every, every other year this year. Ryan, how hard do you think this would be able to do in Kentucky? With our friends, we're snooty snobs. No, I'm kidding. But we we just – I think it's a great idea for people, you know, that are just getting into the bourbon game and want to try a bunch of stuff without spending a lot of money. Yeah. Um, see, with our friends, we, we'd we have to up the game to like 75 to 100 because we're freaking <laughs> – you know, we're spoiled here. We're a little, you know, snobs. But no, I, you know, right. it's, I think it's a great idea and I, I would love to do it. I just – I don't know if I need another reason to get together to drink bourbon. I think I have plenty, but no, it's uh, <laughs> there's never enough reasons to get that, together that's true. and drink and, bourbon. And I think it'd be fun with your friends, you know, just to you know, I don't, I, I think it would go well. There's not enough bourbon at this party, said no one ever. 
<laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I, I think it would be cool. I think you, you kind of hit the nail on the head there. This is great for uh, people getting into the game. They want to experience a lot of different brands. Um, and even, you know, the way that, that John said that if you get your bottle taken, you can just crack it open right there. And, and yeah, I love that rule. That's, and, that's yeah, pretty awesome. Have yourself a pour of it. I, I honestly, I, I think that'd be great. Even after the exchange is done. I mean, do people sit there and they just have, they just open their bottles right then? Oh, and absolutely. And a lot. Of, oh yeah. A lot of people open up their, their bottles, start sharing. And that's definitely kind of what happened to us. And I agree. It's, it's best for people that are just starting out. Uh, and that's what we've done. And we've worked out, like I said, at first it was only 35. Now the majority of the bottles are probably around $50 bottles. Uh, and, and we've all kind of turned into, uh, uh, bourbon chasers a little bit, you know, we're chasing after, uh, different bottles, but we're definitely not the ones to put them up, up on the shelf. I mean, we, uh, my, my brother last year was able to land a, uh, a bottle of stag, uh, from one of the, uh, local, um, liquor stores and i can't wait to uh to crack that open and he definitely will like we'll all get together and we'll uh we'll crack it open and uh and try everything so uh you know it's just a way that really led us to learn much more about bourbon and and you know we don't have pallets that can tell the difference between you know uh much but but we're getting there you know, we're, we're able to taste a lot more things. Like, um, we, we get together and just try the, the bottles that, that we have nowadays. Like one of them we love is, uh, the Jefferson's ocean, which I know that didn't get like great reviews. It was just kind of like a shtick. A lot of people thought, but for us, I mean, I mean to actually be able to taste it, the, you know, there's kind of the salt and the taste and the, what, what, uh, to it, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Trey Zeller, uh, described it as, uh, he thought it should taste like salted caramel. And we actually can kind of taste that. And like, that's awesome when we, you know, as we move along our journey in bourbon, like to be able to, to have those tastes and, and refine them a little bit. That's, that's really what brought us into this. And it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun. Well, I know if I go to the party and if it's a $50 minimum, I know exactly the bottle I'm bringing. And that would be a bottle of bookers, barrel proof bookers. That's, uh, that's yeah. you, you can't go wrong there. Yeah. For, it's, it's yeah. For the money. That's, that's a great bottle. Yeah. Yeah. There's been, there's been bookers there. I've, I've had bookers, uh, and it's, uh, that's, that's definitely a good one. This year, my bottle, uh, if anyone's listening, I'm going to give away what my bottle, uh, what my bottle is. Uh, it's, uh, Amador. Have you guys heard of, heard of that? Amador? Yes, I have. Yeah. It's a, uh, it, it's like, cause Angel's Envy has always been my, my favorite because it's finished in the, uh, port wine barrels. And this is a new one that I found that, uh, that's also finished in Napa Valley wine barrels. So I'm, uh, uh, I'm looking forward to trying it. Whoever gets it better give me a shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, if they try to steal it from you, you know, you can take one. There you go. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> just, it's the golden rule. You, you always buy two of everything. So you should probably have another one just sitting in your bunker too, right? <laughs> yes. That's actually a really good idea. Yeah. <laughs> well, good deal. So we're hitting that 30 minute mark. So, uh, John, I want to say thank you again for coming on the show and sharing your experiences with this, uh, this bourbon exchange for Christmas. Thanks. Thanks for having me. It's, it's, it's been, it's been great. It's been a lot of fun. Well, fantastic. Ryan, you got any uh, closing remarks? No, I think it's a great idea. I mean, I've been playing the dirty Santa with my family for years and we do it. We split up the guys and the girls and I actually bring bourbon to it every year, but they always bring like hand tools and you know, it's a $25 (laughs) gift. And I'm like, 
tired of getting ratchet straps and screwdrivers, so I'm going to try to <laughs> convince him to let's do the bourbon exchange instead. Well, maybe you invite me over. I'll, I'll bring another bottle, too, and we see, see if we can't uh, start swaying their ways. Yeah, we'll get T-shirts, and we'll be up to John's level here soon. Yeah, one of these. Yeah, I don't know if we can have 50 people there. That's a, that's a, lot, of, that's a lot of people to take care of. But. I'll tell you days. what, it goes quickly without you even knowing it. So with that, we'll go ahead and we'll close it out. Uh, again, this is uh, episode 29 of Bourbon Pursuit. If you like what you hear, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, you can find us just by searching Bourbon Pursuit. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Bourbon Pursuit. You can also like us on Facebook. And uh, yeah, then we get some more guests lined up for the rest of this month. Uh, have a great holiday season. We're thankful for people even listening to this. We didn't think that would ever happen, but I'm glad that you all do and enjoy it. And we'll keep bringing you the best shows we can. Thank you, everyone. Mm-hmm.